eternal question is, are we hot? Now, okay. What the fuck is happening with... What, what am I missing here? One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. What's missing here? Where's the hole? What am I looking at? There's no third camera. This is like when I got robbed. My house got robbed when I was a kid. And I came home. And I walked into my house. And there was just a hole where the TV was. And it took me a minute to register that I was missing. I was minus a television. And uh, it, it's, uh, I didn't steal after that. I stopped stealing. I was like, it's terrible. You know? Mm-hmm. You can't, you just, it's just taking things from people. Whatever. Nobody cares. Rack your fucking hearts out. No, I think you're right. Um, listen, what happened? Where's camera number three? Uh, well, that's a great segue into the fact that we don't have a guest today. Okay. But you still rig three cameras so I can do my hello, 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 motherfuckers. Hello, lady touchers. This is the powerful, powerful, powerful Truth Angels Network podcast television radio show brought to you live by Jason Nelkin, the Nelk God, Omar, the dead dog, and me, Alex Two-Tone. Camera number three is now live via iPhone, and that is a disgusting phone case, I must say. By the way, we have a table full of bullshit once again. I will say, though, this time you're speaking my language. This is how you guys get down in the Nelkin household. Nerf. You got Nerf. Can I get it? Boom. You got Nerf on tap. Do you guys, you and your girlfriend shoot yourselves with these? Uh, they're, us- they're usually stowed away. Why would you give me this? This is terrible they're for They're stowed away in a box, usually. I mean... <laughs> why would you hand this to me you know i'm just gonna you didn't give me all the all this clips full look at this amazing anyways everybody glad to be here what a show we had today an amazing guest is coming through i don't know what this this non-third camera bullshit is jason's currently holding up his phone as a third camera i don't know anymore if if we're if this one has a scope this one has a scope and i think we just were locked in Gotta pull back the slide. Pull back the scope. Yeah. This is not. The scope is on. The scope is. And then you gotta push it forward. And then you (laughs) drop the clip out like a fucking noob. Uh, Anyways, everybody, this is gonna be one of the best episodes you guys have ever heard. A wonderful, a wonderful guest. Not even a guest. I would say the reason for this show existing. That person, whoever whom is, whomever this person is, a guy from the great white north, a gigantic white man from the great white north, will be showing up today, I believe. We'll be walking through the door. I think what Jason's doing is the old switcheroo. He's trying to trick me. He's trying to irritate me. Like last time, Maddie shows up, and they pre-plan it, and they know it makes me happy when my good buddy Maddie shows up and graces us with his presence. Maddie, the now, now he's conquered television. And what's left for him? Space travel? What can he do? The world of, of, of uh, hard candy, he hasn't touched hard candy yet. Has he made footwear? No, he hasn't done footwear. Uh, he, does, he does have a, a finger in clothing, most meats, uh, restaurants. He has a beautiful new restaurant in Toronto. I wish I could have come and see you, Maddie, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't fly to Canada to see you open your restaurant. Uh, I wish I had that kind of time and bandwidth. You know, what a show that would have been, huh? Me and Jason up in Toronto, eating prime rib, hanging out with Maddie and helping to helping him to further ignore his family. 
which is the great American dream and also the Canadian nightmare is to have a family, have a business and then hide from them and work your life away. My dream is to have a house big enough to where I can hide. I'll have a house really big with a bunch of kids and have a have the house be so big that they don't even know if I'm there. I go in a room and I go, listen, uh, daddy turns off his cell phone. He's not here. And I'm just in the room and I'm sculpting or I'm drawing or I'm just deep into a, a, a terrible VR habit. Right? Virtual reality by that time will be indistinguishable from motherfucking reality. You understand that, right? You understand that if VR now is pretty damn good and the way things move exponentially, VR in five to six years will probably be like this. And people will kind of go and be like, I'm a podcast guy and I have a podcast show on VR and they won't be able to know that they don't have a podcast. And pretty soon we're going to be um, plugged in, which is probably for the better because listen, as a, as a species, we're not doing so great. Um, I mean, it would, you cock it back, and where's the, there? Did I pull the trigger? <laughs> is there is there like a, a a trigger lock on this thing? What is there a safety? Do I have to put my? Do I have to fingerprint this thing? What is he? Think, I don't know. You gotta pull, cock it back. Make sure, okay, cock it cock back, back. Make sure the mag is in all the way. I think yeah. it's, it's try pulling the trigger though. Okay, now cock it back. You gotta cock it every time. Make sure. Yeah, yeah, you do. Make sure the mag. Wait, it's a single. This is like. A pump? Look at this thing. Oh, this thing's got some velocity. It's like an old musket. You got to cock it back every time. Well, yeah, it's, it uses an action, like like many handguns. Like many handguns. Wow, this thing really shoots. Yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna stop doing this. I'm I'm so distracted. It's, it's look not at this podcasting. fucking. Look at this. Wow. Now we're fucking talking. What are you guys doing with this shit in the house? You and your girlfriend are having Nerf wars. Friday night Nerf battle. I mean, I wish, but. She doesn't. She hates it. What is this? Does this get, this get attached here somewhere? What is happening? With yeah, that's, that's a barrel attachment. It's a barrel attachment. It's, the whole thing is kind of like a puzzle. So it, does this all assemble like fucking Voltron? Yeah, it's a, it's like got. Where does the drum clip go? Where is that? This is just bad. Like I mean, this is just like, come on. It, it's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> right. I mean, what are we it, doing? It goes here? into the where the other mag went. Are you are you is this trying to are you are you kind of creating an allegory for the state of the country and our and our and and our desensitized. Our, our basic, you know, lack of sensitivity in regards to mass murder at this point. Maybe. Mass. I mean, maybe the entire concept of a toy gun is kind of weird when you think about it. I mean, at least this doesn't look like a handgun. They, they you know, they, they made them change the guns back in the uh, 80s so they didn't look like handguns because cops were pulling up on kids and blowing them out of their fucking shoes. Right. What kind of kids? Black kids. Right. A white kid could roll up to a cop with an AR-15 and stick it in his mouth and the cop will say, stop it, Timmy. Don't do that. Black kid comes up, has a sandwich. They blow his head off. And luckily, the orange tips fix the problem, and we don't have that issue. The orange anymore. tip fix the problem. Listen, uh, shout outs to Devalde. What's the name? How do you how do you pronounce that 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 uh, that that county in in Texas? Oh, Uvalde or something. Uvalde. Shout out to Uvalde Police Department. The um, biggest piece of shits ever to never do anything uh, to all that tactical gear and and I keep reading comments from other cops. Who are like, I read this whole thread of comments from other cops who are just like ripping them. Cops ripping cops. It's like, you got to, come on. There's no way to defend it. And, the, you know, and these fucking cocksuckers. I mean, if anyone doesn't think that the whole shit is like we are, everything is completely for sale and rigged. There's to think that anyone believes anything, that any of you people that are fucking going to go to war over abortion or fucking gay marriage or genders, you're going to go to war for that. And you're going to war for basically you're all going to war and fighting. So some 
rich fucker can manipulate you to to do his bidding in order to get more votes from their constituents. You're you're taking some ideal that they got you all twisted up about that doesn't fucking matter, and you're gonna like you know go completely insane and base your whole life on the idea that uh, that the other side is going to take away something or pervert something or 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 that you know whatever uh, Hillary's sucking blood. They're all they're they're all worse. They're, I think what they're doing is worse than killing babies. I think I think harvesting babies for adrenochrome would be a step up from how they treat their positions and their jobs. Not to be a bummer because it's fucking hot today. And you know, but you gotta touch on it. You got a you got a table full of guns. I gotta speak my mind. Uh fuck you. You know, I'm pro gun, by the way. I, I like guns. I'm not against guns, but you know what? You shouldn't be able to walk into fucking uh, a store in Texas and walk away with an AR fifteen uh, without any sort of a psych check, which is, I believe, you want to look that up for me, Jason, you want to do some producing here, which is, I believe, how it works in Texas. And people might be mad at me for saying this. I don't really give a fuck, but you shouldn't be able to fucking get, listen, at least if it, you shouldn't be able to get an automatic weapon, at least a revolver, so people got a chance, you know? And the guy's got to reload in his killing, at least make the killing spree, Give him, make it so there's a break. I mean, we just, we barely even blinked after Buffalo. I mean, did you understand the... Do you understand how to buy a gun? Do you understand the, the how crazy it is that Buffalo happens? Something just happened today, too. Someone just like shot up a, a hospital in Texas, I believe, right? Buffalo happens. I think it was Tulsa, maybe. Tulsa? I can verify. You could you should verify. Uh Buffalo happens. It's it's beyond tragic and terrible. Like the stories coming out of that, it's it's mind-boggling, right? But yeah, Tulsa. That being said, it happens and then we're swept up in just like the news cycle. Like, well, that happened, but also, you know, fucking Johnny Depp uh, is triumphant in his, in his fucking case. That's almost takes as much and maybe more president than like 10 dead people in a fucking psychotic, racist, serial killer, fucking psycho who politely was arrested and not just, you know, murked on the spot. And, um, you know, I, I think that we, we, you know, this country, I mean, look at the, the there was a guy... I wish I was smarter and I wish I was more well-informed, but do you know about the G, the G summit? It's like uh, G7, G21. There was a guy who went up there and just aired everyone out, aired out America, aired out Belgium, the, the king of Belgium. I don't, I'm, I'm so fucking dumb, but I watched this on my internet because I'm, I'm scrolling through, uh, you know, assorted uh, TikTok salad hacks and bouncing butts. And then I see, I see some information. I watch it in the stream of, you know, everything else I'm doing, moving very fast, running through life, trying to get things done, stay ahead of the curve, stay ahead of myself, try not to become sad. It was my birthday yesterday. I always get sad on my birthday. I try to get ahead of that, right? I always get bummed out. I don't know why. I couldn't really tell you. I could tell you. I don't want to tell you, but I could tell you. I think it's deep childhood trauma that makes me uh, sometimes become a bit morose around the time of my birthday. But I'll tell you what. I'm on the matcha now. I gave up coffee. I'm going matcha. I'm doing matcha and almond milk. It's fucking working right now. I'm going to tell you right now, buddy. It's working. It's nice, clean, sustainable high. Matcha is like, matcha is like nice, like, you know, uh, coffee is like a, a, you know, coffee is some, some, some real jittery Coke and matcha is just straight coca leaves, you know, matcha is just like chewed up a wad, a wad, a mouthful of coca leaves. You're in the jungle. You got a wad in your mouth, and you just have a nice, sustainable high, so you can get through your day and, and go up in high altitudes and further uh, do your 15 cent an hour job to keep your family alive, in order to sustain uh, the pockets of of the rich drug lords and the drug lords. I'm going to bring this all around, everybody. The drug lords also. 
you know, if you trace the drug lords uh, to the adrenochrome factories that exist underneath Target, you can kind of create a, a, a Venn diagram of, of politicians, uh, top level drug lords, and Amber Heard, and all the all the triangles they intercept in one place, and dead in the middle is um, is uh, that company that had the closets full of kids in it which is Wayfair. Dead in the middle is a W for Wayfair. You go into Wayfair, you press that button, and then you enter the ninth gate. And you're a rare book collector, and uh, and you're actually collecting a book to sell for and to the devil. And you ascend into uh, what is paradise. Or maybe for us it would be, at this point, going to Canada because this motherfucker right here is toast. Uh, this shit is fucked. You know, back to... And the Wayfair thing is a conspiracy theory, not to spread false information on our podcast. Oh, the Wayfair thing isn't true. You don't get a child when you buy a $13,000 cabinet. I didn't know what it was, so I just did a fact check. To You didn't know what it was. God, get it, get it together. I'm actually, I'm schwitzing in here. It's so fucking hot. Why is it so hot in here? I can't turn the, I can't turn the, I'm sweating. I'm sweating in here. Listen, guys, I got to tell you something right now. Off top of the dome, nothing matters, Okay. None of this shit's important. Uh, stop calling me. Stop calling me when I'm trying to to, to podcast. Um, hold on, I'm gonna put a put a pin in that. So you're saying nothing matters, and we're back. Listen, nothing matters. Nihilism. Is that the way to go? Should we not care about anything? You think this shirt matters? It's a gorgeous shade of green. Shout out to uh, Verity and Girls Don't Cry and Wasted Youth and all those boys. You know, shout out to the giant statue in their office. But does any of it actually matter? I don't fucking know. Asian Boy Eats, shout out to Asian Boy Eats, uh, Dr. Dangy, the uh, the man behind the camera and the man behind many other bizarre and wonderful opportunities to express himself in a digital medium. Let's get fucked. All right, let's 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 really get down to the root of this. I am completely this is I got to say the matcha's kicking in, all right? I don't even know if any of this is usable. I don't know what I just said for the past 20 minutes. I was trying to talk about the the shootings, okay? And I'm going to tell you something. Uh I don't think that the NRA, the NRA, like most organizations, political groups in America is just another company that is fighting to stay alive and these are fucking dying multi-millionaire dinosaurs who will do anything to stay relevant the nra coffee table book and uh you know and the and the and the politicians are lining the pockets with the money from the nra and it's just so fucking crooked in order to be a politician you probably would there'd have to be a way to make this um to in order to be a politician like yeah i like the idea of being able to bear arms but I don't think that everyone should have access to every fucking gun at any time, especially in Texas. They won't even set up a fucking firewall for this motherfucker to stop, right? Look up Texas. How easy is it? From what I understand, and I could be talking out of my ass because that's what the fuck I do. But from what I understand, you can just walk into a store in Texas and be like, I will take this assault rifle. Goodbye, sir. Have a good day. Am I wrong? Yeah, essentially, uh, according to TexasGunExperience.com, that is true. They say... One, be prepared to show identification. Okay. You just have to show a, a, a federal government-issued identification. Okay. And then you complete some required paperwork that says you bought a firearm. It's a firearms transaction record. And then uh, you wait for a background check digitally. So they do have a background check. 
and that's it. Then you're ready to shoot. They do it there? Yeah, the yeah, computer system instantly. They just do a quick, they, they see if anything pops up. Do me a favor while I go into my next tangent here. Jason, will you please, sir, for the love of God, get me uh, my pineapple from the fridge. You should have known this telepathically. And please fill up this water bottle. I don't know what I got to tell the guy. He just, when you, listen, when you guys do your podcast and your producer doesn't get you water and fucking set up your pineapple, I have some fucking breaking news. We're going to, I got some breaking news, guys. I totally forgot about this. This is great. You don't even know about this, Jason. I have breaking news for the BTA universe. As a matter of fact, maybe maybe we should go live for this news. It is tremendous. This is a great piece of fucking cheese most right. This is listen, on the gossip scale for the PTA, the PTA world gossip scale, this shit right here. Oh man, crack. I got some crack news for you guys. Let me pull this up. Um, while Jason gets my water, I just remind me to remind me to get back to the breaking news, and we might want to go live for this because it's something that our PTA people are really gonna love. It's a nice, juicy, chunky morsel. But anyways, people, listen. They call me Two Tone. It's a nickname I've had for most of my life, probably since I was probably since I was uh, sixteen. Okay, my first nickname was Yogi because I looked like Yogi Bear, and they called me Yogi Oso. That was my nickname, and then I started to write graffiti under the name Era. And then I was told, I was at a guy's house, this guy named Vision, when I was a kid. And he goes, hey, Holmes, what do you write? You know, he looked at me and I was like, you know, I was like, oh my God, it's, you know, I was a kid. This guy was like a real writer. He's got, he's got a, you know, I've told the story before. And then Fade gave me the name Two-Tone. I'll tell it again. I'll tell you. I'm at this guy's house. He's an older graffiti writer. He has an apartment. I'm a kid. He has an apartment. I have told the story. I know I have. He has an, I'll tell you guys why I'm named Two-Tone. Okay. He has an apartment. Okay, we're me, Fade, Comlo, and maybe maybe Peanut, but I don't know. We we're at we're at Vision's house. Vision's a little bit older. He's got an apartment. Okay, not only does he have an apartment, he has he has photos on his wall that are framed. I mean, a lot of people don't get that together until they hit like thirty six. He's got framed photos on the walls of like just graffiti productions, like and and the and the pictures are like cut together perfectly so they line up you know you used to do connector pictures where you take five pictures and you connect them with tape you motherfuckers don't know about that because you're not from the motherfucking 90s but that's what we did we take five pictures of a piece or a production and then we tape it together so it overlaps and it makes a panorama pic well vision had it set up all in a frame perfectly clean i remember seeing that and being like how does a man how do you do this it's like seeing someone build a helicopter to me at that time from scratch he also looked in the in the closet he had something hanging in the closet. Shout out to Vision. He had something hanging in the closet from a hook, and it was it was made of steel, and it it was something I'm not going to say what it was because I don't want to I don't want to blow up a spot. But uh, that's what I saw as a kid, and I was like, I was like, wow, this is I was like kind of blown away. And he's at he he I was newer to the house. He goes, what do you write, Holmes? That's what he says to me, and I'm like, I write era, and he goes, no, you don't. My homeboy writes that, and I was like, you know, a kid, probably 15. 14 and just kind of like uh, uh and fade goes you should write two-tone and that was it and from then on i was two-tone you should write two-tone because you're mixed i was like all right i'm writing two-tone so then i started writing two-tone and uh and that's how i became two-tone and that was literally uh many years ago i mean i just had a birthday my birthday just passed happy birthday to me i don't see any gifts uh, from from my exalted producer, which is I expect that I expect that. To be honest, Jason Jason doing this show is his gift to me. Uh, the diligence with which he prepares these shows and 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 the consistency with which he forgets to do things is amazing. He's 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 a reverse genius. That's what they call a moron. Um, 
Please get this NRA shit out of here, please. Okay. So I got this nickname as a kid, and uh, and the thing about nicknames is, I've had the nickname for my whole life, basically, and um, you know, twenty years, maybe more, probably a lot more. Yeah, twenty five years, yeah, thirty years, possible more. I don't know, but listen, this nickname, the thing with a nickname is that it follows you around because. This group of people knows you at two-tone. They introduce you to a new group. And they go, this is two-tone. That group starts calling you two-tone. Someone else goes, oh, who are you with? Are you with Alex? Which one? Alex or two-tone Alex? Oh. So that's how nicknames will follow you around for your entire fucking life. You make a choice to be a graffiti writer at some point, And then for the rest of your life, you're known as two-tone. And then I fucking embraced it. I said, you know what? I'm two-tone. Half of this fucking, more than half of the city only knows me as two-tone. So I decided to brand myself at some point as Alex slash two-tone. The dichotomy. Can you imagine the the the, 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 the dichotomy of, of two separate entities trapped in one man? I mean, can you handle that kind of pressure? Do you want to... <laughs> I'm on a sick one, basically. Look at it closely. All right. So, Jason, where was I? I don't know how I got moved into my Do you want to put on those headphones really quick? Do I want to put on these headphones? How far are we? What's you got? Why am I why am I putting these on? What's going on? I like this. He does. He's really doing this whole grab bag thing. God bless his heart. And he and sometimes he hits it. The Nerf guns is I can't resist picking them up and shooting them with them. Now there's Nerf bullets over my house. If Omar was a few years younger, I'd shoot her in the ass with these one of these bullets. But she's too old for that kind of bullshit. What's going on? Why am I putting these on? I was told a long time you have to keep podcasts unpredictable. So what's going on here? Just some music. What is this? Is this uh? What are you doing? I'm just playing some music. <laughs> it's like it's like Twin Peaks. This is uh, turn it up a little bit. This is like Twin Peaks elevator music. This is like this is like a straight Twin Peaks intro track. What are we doing here? Whatever you want to do. I don't know. It's your podcast. Wow. Just vibing, basically. Yeah. You feel my spirit? Yeah. It's deep inside you. It's gross. I want to glide you. Hang. You're my main man, and I'm going to produce something called something main man. What? What are we talking about, baby? I don't know. I got a 36,000-year-old dog. <laughs> Looking like a frog covered in fur. What's her name? It's Omar. Hey, guys. Murder 20,000 people a minute, and I'm going to say take away the buttholes from the guns and put the guns in the holes of the nuns. Oh, fuck. I shouldn't have said that. That's a terrible thing to say on this terrible Twin Peaks beat. Listen, I don't know what you uh, wanted to do with this beat, but uh, it's great. I don't know, man. My name is Jason Nelkin. My name is Jason Nelkin, the Nelk God. My name is Jason Nelkin, the Nelk God. If nothing, I Nelk hard. Had a body full of lard, stretch it out. Now I'm stout like a pelican. Pelican Jason, Bobby for fish. Think about his first time, his first wish. What's his favorite dish? Skittles. If he was in colonial days, he'd play fiddle. Hey, saddles. Take a paddle to the butthole. What is this? Now that the beat speeds up, what am I supposed to do? It's just a little mix. I don't know. Um, listen, this is great. 
Go back to the go back to the old beat. I like that. Where how 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 long is this beat? How long can it loop for? I mean, I've got a one hour and sixteen minute mix. But if just this, oh, this track. Listen, I gotta tell you something about myself. I have a. There's something wrong with me, to where I can get I can I can get stuck in loops. When I was a kid, I used to take my car and put all my friends in it. Yeah, and you used to drive around in a circle. I used to drive around in a circle on the roundabout. In on Venice. the roundabout in Venice, I've told the well, yeah, story. Yeah, we know. Okay. Some guy in the comments told me to stop you from stop me from repeating st stories. Well, see, so this goes. But for do you guys understand? Kind of do you understand why it? I keep repeating it? Because I I keep going in circles. I keep doing the same thing all the same times. Keep making the same rhymes all the same times. Lemon to the lime, lime to the. It's a good connection. Good connection. I keep repeating myself, and I got to tell you, repeating yourself, consistency. Okay, consistency is the key to everything. Yeah, you also wrote your name everywhere repeatedly. You wrote the same thing. The same thing, the same way forever, and I didn't do it good until I quit. I shout out to Merch. He showed me a picture he found in a book from uh, somebody, and it was like from the 90s. It's like the worst tag. It's a whole page of the worst tag you've ever seen. So listen, we have some breaking news. A breaking news. Hey, baby. Pineapple. The government. Is it over? It's coming back. I can't, don't erase that. That's like terrible, right? That's like some sort of... I think that's fine. I don't know, because it might be a... Look, you're the one making it weird. I'm not making it weird. I just, I'm just trying to run afoul. I don't want to run afoul of the, of the, of the, uh, the police. Okay, well, we're not trying to be bad guys, so... They don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't care if you're trying to be bad or not, or if you fuck up and make a mistake. They just want to find something to crucify you for so they can have something to do with themselves because now you're rewarded for being some sort of a fucking tattletale or something. And everyone has to have had a perfect record their entire life. Yeah. No one's ever done anything, said anything out of pocket. Everybody grew up completely woke, no matter how old you are. You grew up with acknowledging everything and never being uh, sexist, racist, or homophobic. Yeah, all right, all right, we know. You know that? Uh, yeah, well, we know we've heard this. How have you heard this? This is every podcast. It's a loop. This is what I do. Is, I you're do more the, likely to get canceled for. I do the same thing tangent. all the time. Pineapple juice. You're more likely to get canceled for just kind of complaining about woke culture and then get thrown in the basket with a bunch of people. What basket? The you know the bad podcast sphere basket. Like who? Who? What? Basket? I don't need a name drop. I'm I'm in the industry. I'm trying to protect my rep. You're trying to protect. I'm not your trying rep. to take sides. Okay, bro. So we don't even have a reputation. We're not even in the stratosphere podcast. Maybe it's something else you're doing. Maybe that I'm you're on, but you are. What? What top level podcast are you working on that that I'm not aware of that puts you into? Um, what are you talking about, baby? What's going on? Look around. Everybody's interconnected. Can it's you go back town. to the slow beat, please? Yeah. How do you stay on? I just can you make me give me the slow beat? It's so nice. How do we stay here? I just keep repeating the track. Shout out to, shout out to Kevin Kuzatsu, the the the, the fucking mag. Um, shout out, shout out to Kevin Kuzatsu, the monolithic music man, the man who owns the publishing on everything, the birthday song, the hokey pokey, all of Billy Holiday's catalog. He just holds it in his in his iPhone. He's just there. He's a walking library. 
of yeah, music. I have me too. I have Spotify. No, no, no. He owns it. You know, you know how you have Spotify. He owns it. Yeah, I used to have an iPod. No, no, no. He owns it. Does he own the rights? Yes, he can take. He can go into Spotify and go. Let me see here. Uh, I got a McDonald's commercial. I'll just take. Um, I'll take Thriller and I'll add in. Um, Flying Lotus, and I'll just drop that in the McDonald's commercial, and they'll cut me a check for $72 million. And then he takes that money and he puts it in crypto. That's pretty crazy. He's a pretty crazy guy. We should get back to the breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. Are we going to go live for this breaking news? I don't think we need to. Okay, listen. I I got a video. I got a video um, from Maddie. All right. And the breaking news is, first of all, this is how I want to open the show, okay? Jason, cold open. Mamillions. It's time to reassemble. A call to arms for the Mamillions. Our common enemy has resurfaced. You know who I'm talking about. He's resurfaced, and he's on the attack. He's on the move. Not only has he come after us, but now he's chosen to attack another foe. A parallel foe, not bigger than us, but just as scary. Mamillions, prepare yourselves. You get your weaponry, get your tactical coordinates, get on your discords, get ready, assemble. And it's time to ride, because Heavy's back. And he has stirred up the proverbial hornet's nest. And you know who's hornet? You know what, what nest of hornets he kicked recently? Maddie Matheson. No. All right. No. Think Canada, though. Who else is as big as Maddie in Canada? In another world. God damn it, get this. I just want the slow beat. Jason, let's let's pause for a minute. Let's I got, pause. I, got I want you, the I got slow you, beat. I, I want the slow beat. I don't want the fast beat. You're ruining my fucking flow. Here it is. No, you can't. You gotta. Can you find a way to just loop it? It's it's looping. It's gonna loop. I don't want to hear the yeah. fast beat. Yeah. Okay, back to my breaking news. Who in who in Canada? Brett the Hitman Hart. No, no, no. Uh, Contemporary Canadian huge. Uh, Just think, use, use, open, Fielder. Op, no, no, no. Open your mind. Huge, huge. Not there's Maddie Matheson. Their prime minister. No, the, pop culture. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is from fucking she, Highland Park. I don't know, dude. Did I show you my? Did I show, you my, I, did I show you my picture of Billie Eilish? I ran into her in uh, in Echo Park. And did you really? I made her take a picture with me for my girlfriend. Did That's I show right. you that? No, you did not. But we'll put, we'll put it up. Should we show? You don't need to use airtime on it. Why not? It's great. A photo. She's coming on the show. She's she loves the show. It's a huge fan. Billy, uh, when I have time, I don't. It's, I don't. It's, it's okay. I think when she does something, when she gets a little more established, we'll have her on. But you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This show is so douchey. Okay, listen. What do you? Uh, wh- who's who's bigger than Maddie? Well, I mean, a lot of people are bigger than Maddie. No offense. Work to with me. Work with me. Fuck stick, please. DJ Milk Stilts. Is it an actor? He was an actor. Now he's a musician. I don't know my actors very well. He's the biggest musician out of Canada ever. He. You don't know who I'm talking about? Rush? Come on, dude. Don't be a dick. I'm being Daddy serious. Lee? Dude, I really don't know. I don't know actors. A rapper? He's a rapper. You Drake. Yes. Heavy. Everyone, heavy. He, he slept on Drake's couch. For a little background. No, listen. Heavy has been 86th from OVO. Rumor is, the rumor is this. 
Heavy blackout, got blackout drunk at an OVO party. Okay. Got out of control. Ran up on baby, And got KO'd by one of the baby's people. This is what I've heard. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, allegedly, he got knocked out and was dragged outside. Blackout drunk, came back in and was escorted out again. And now has been told to never set premises on anything OVO related, which is very problematic for Heavy because 32% of the world is, is OVO contacts. Don't, I don't want to hear the fast beat, goddammit. Make the slow beat loop. How many times I got to, don't just nod at me. That's the slow beat. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Hubris strikes again, bum, folks. Bum. It's not hubris, it's just, it's just repeatedly doing the wrong thing to the wrong guy when he doesn't deserve to be mistreated. <laughs> Fair. This show, I gotta tell you, I will say this. Shout out to the guy I ran into hiking. I'm hiking with Renee. We're just talking with Wait, so is there any more to the Yeah, Drake? I'll get back to Drake. Okay. You know I'm tangential. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm shout out to the guy I was hiking. I was hiking on the on, I was hiking with Renee. We're deep in conversation. I had my glasses off. I hiked with, I took them off. I put them on my shirt. I can't see a thing. And this guy goes, Don't he goes, Hey, don't quit, don't quit the pod. Sir, whoever I forgot your name, I asked you your name, I forgot it. But I will say this: you have guaranteed one more week of podcasting. Every time somebody tells me not to quit, I do one more week because it fills my heart full of joy. It's the only payment I get from this show at this current moment. Babies, who needs them? Blue face beat them. Blue face bleed them. Babies, babies. Rabies with scabies. Babies. So listen, um, yeah, he got, let me pull up the video. I got a video of, uh, of Heavy's apology from Maddie. And I, I don't know, Matt, I, I will say to protect Maddie, he doesn't know that he just sent it to me and he said, you know, Heavy's, you know, Heavy's doing Heavy. And I was like, well, I. He- just really, really sorry. That's why I'm making this video. I'm like pretty beside myself right now. Um, you sound familiar? <laughs> Not only do I not really know what happened, um, Mamillions assemble. I'm just it's I'm time. Just beside myself because I've, I've clearly upset the wrong people again. Um, and I'm just genuinely sorry for overstepping in whatever capacity I did. I don't know what I said or if I. I don't know. I, I truly just am beside myself, and I'm just sorry. I don't know what else I could say. It's a very familiar apology. Genuinely sorry. Very familiar. And. Um, I really don't like getting that inebriated, and I was, and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, and I'm, you know, not ever going to do that again. Doubtful. Doubtful. And I'm just really sorry, you know? I don't I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry too, Heavy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Heavy, Was uh, that posted listen. somewhere, or huh? private? How did you... What was the context of that? Where was that being sent? I believe that apology was being sent to whomever he offended at the uh, OVO party. And uh, I will say that, you know, (laughs) heavy, heavy the wind blows. Heavy the wind blows. In what direction? Nobody knows. He's eating food at different cafes. He gets blackout drunk and goes a little crazy. Heavy. Cuts off his nose despite his face. Heavy might have got face full of mace from a bodyguard. From a bodyguard made his body hard. They threw him out the club. He got kicked out the function for trying to make a fucking lunch a luncheon. Heavy, what a whack production. Heavy, 
Heavy, get it together. I got a place for you to go. It's anonymous. Heavy. Heavy's, heavy is just like, you know, he is something else because I thought when I had him back on the show, he was so calm, cool, and reserved, but he is a continual, habitual line stepper. Wild card. A wild card. And you know what? Some people have a lower tolerance for that shit than other people. And you can't just do that kind of shit, Heavy. You can't do it. Heavy. You can't go up to the baby and tell him your idea for a screenplay starring him and a little baby otter. It's not funny. It's not fodder for another story to tell on a potter, a podcast, a fucking podcast. We're on a fucking podcast. This could be a podcast. Please touch my rodcast, a podcast. Oh yeah, baby. Heavy. Listen, you know, when heavy, heavy, uh, <laughs> uh, God love him. But I will say this. This is the other thing about heavy is that nobody gives a shit right like they they don't care he doesn't need to apologize to anybody they're not alert he's not a threat to anyone so he doesn't have to apologize no one's coming after you heavy except for the millions they're coming after you in billions you better get a battalion to hide protect yourself by a fort heavy your time is up death on a platter it really doesn't matter when heavy brains splatter heavy you gotta get sober. Um, so listen, yeah, I'm, I'm unfortunately, you know, listen, this is how we learn. How do you, how do you, what did Bruce Wayne's butler say? He goes, Bruce, when you, I can't do Bruce Wayne's butler. I wish I could. Can you do, can you do Albert, um, Alfred? Can you do Alfred's I voice? I mean, it'll probably just sound like a generic English accent. Well, let's hear it. Oh, oh, Master Wayne. Okay, <laughs> we're going somewhere. Master, Master Wayne. Wayne, don't oh, ever Master, make, don't Master ever. Wayne. Wait, hold on. Master, oh no, yeah, he does this. Oh, so got, thing. What is that? Master Wayne. Master, Ma- Master, Master Wayne. Master Wayne. Master Wayne. Go to Drake's party Master and make a fool of yourself. Master Wayne, why do Master Master Wayne? Why do we Why do we fall, Master Wayne? That's so we can get up. Yeah. Why do we fall? That's what Heavy needs is is an Alfred, Master Heavy, Master <laughs> Heavy. Why do we? Yeah, you mean Master, some sort of senior guidance. A senior figure guidance can, figure, Master Heavy. Why do we not? Why do we not approach the baby security at an OVO party? <laughs> heavy, heavy. When the levee broke, everything became a joke. The comedy club couldn't stop you. Heavy with the heavy sets. Heavy with a heavy neck, big head holding up. Baby, 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 heavy. Heavy as a Chevy. When the levee broke, everything was funny. It's not a joke when the eggs are runny. Poached. Party, 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 party so hard. My name is Heavy. Anyway, so what a day, you know? Breaking news. Heavy has been banned from another, and I, 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 I quickly after the anger subsided, I quickly forgave Heavy because I don't want to carry anger in my heart. It's a, it's a, anger is a corrosive emotion, and uh, you know, there's times when I still to this day would become angry, you know, for no reason. I'll just get angry at someone. I, you know, fuck. I just, and I, I still have some of that. You know, it's never gonna go anywhere. Did I tell you about the time? I tell the story about uh, when I was when when I was uh, I was driving in traffic the other day. Did I tell you this? And and I ran into that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And you almost got into. Did it I tell you? Him. Did I tell you? Did I tell you that on the pod? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Also, I just saw a funny thing about nothing's better. It was on. Uh, uh, excuse me, Nick Antonia. I think that's his name. Nick Antonian. You know that guy? 
Uh, he, it's a, he's telling it. It's a skit about when a guy, when a guy tells another guy that he almost punched the guy. That's pretty much what my story was. Like I almost, you know, which is just so fucking dumb. It's like, yo, the story is like, if that's the story, just don't say it. And I told like ten people, like, yeah, I was pretty fucking. Yeah, angry. I got pissed. Yeah, I got really, yeah, I got really angry the other day. Like, come on. That's good. It's good to be honest about your feelings. Yeah, it's good to be honest about your feelings. Will I have a baby in this fucking century? Will anybody mention me? Where the fuck's my family? I don't know, baby. Heavy. Got kicked out the OVO party for wearing a shirt that had a picture of another animal not named an owl. Another kind of foul. Heavy. Why would you do it? You don't go to the party with a partridge on your shirt. A partridge on your shirt. Got a partridge on your shirt. Heavy. Maybe this is, I listen, this might be, this podcast may be the end. I always say this, but maybe this is what's going to actually ruin uh, streetwear, my streetwear career. They might see this and go, oh, this, we can't, we can't deal with this deal, but fuck you though. Why? So it's still fuck you. You're on their side. No, I love it. Are you kidding me? Shout out to everybody. Love every, everybody. I love, I have love for everyone except for heavy. I love my dog. Let I love me, a random frog. I love the fog. I love anything except for heavy. I love heavy too. What? The, the, the actual Alfred Pennyworth quote is uh, Endure, Master Wayne. Take it. They'll hate you for it. Uh, endure, Master Wayne. Take it. They'll hate you for it. But that's the point of, of Batman. He can be an outcast. He can make the that's, choice that no one else can make. That's not the, the right choice. It's not the fucking quote. The quote is when. But that's perfect. For it's heavy. when he's no, it isn't. It's when he's a kid and they go, "Why do we fall, Master Wayne?" Yeah, but this Master is Master Wayne. Heavy. Why do we fall, Master Heavy? They'll take you. For, they'll hate you for it. But that's the point of heavy. heavy. He can be the outcast. Heavy can be. Heavy is he a can symbol. Make the choice that heavy no one a, else can make. We the, forget that the wrong heavy. Choice. Heavy is a symbol. It's a care. Heavy is a symbol. He does these things. He tries to step to a fucking what I'm assuming. I don't know anything because it's all it's all hearsay and, and conjecture. But what I'm assuming was just a fucking gooned out six two dude with a fucking a microwave around his neck, and a heavy guy drunk and got in the dude's face, and the dude mashed him, mashed him. That's Canadian style. Um, great, great breaking news. So, anyways, we covered a lot of topics today. Um, we covered. It's only seven thirty. heavy <laughs> how much time do you, how much how long was this show guys listen it's probably I, like 40 minutes <laughs> uh it's, it's all it, none of this matters it's all an experiment the, everything is inconsequential everything is really important and really unimportant so next time that you're late just tell tell your tell your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your polycube just tell them that like it doesn't this isn't real none of this matters it's not important just repeat that to yourself. None of this matters. It's not important. But at the same time, it's not important. But at the same time, you still have to get up in the morning, make money. Got to go to work and pay for shit. Hold on. Let me do that again. You still got to get up in the work and make money. Get up. Get up in the work. Get get up in the... Got to get up in the morning, make money. Got to pay for shit, dummy. Got to buy Brita filters. Top ramen packets made from Taiwan in the place went... No. They're not made in Taiwan, are they? Cancel me. You gotta get bleep that. You gotta get up in the morning, make money. <laughs> gotta get up in the morning, go to do it. You gotta get up in the morning, go to work and make money, dummy. 
Ain't nothing funny when the water comes through the ceiling Cause your neighbor upstairs is really feeling kind of adventurous Playing slip and slide, playing slip and slide on Molly Slip and slide on Sherm Shout out to Rude Jude uh, Who came over here one day and, and overdosed in that corner on Sherm uh, Great guy Terrible night We've told that story too before I think so, long time ago Long time ago what else, Jason? What else we got? What else is what else is happening? I got you know. Look, <laughs> thoughts and prayers to the to the victims of, of of people that just got slaughtered for no reason. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine having a relative like how? Can you imagine the agony of? Look at this, multiple people dead in mass shooting in hospital campus, and right next to it is Johnny Depp, victorious. I mean, that's equal heading. And I'm dumb. I just try hard, you know. I don't think you're dumb, and I'm just consistent. I mean, I'm, I have, a, I have, a, I'm, I'm creative, but I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty ill-informed. I used to read a lot more when I was a child, and then when I hit thirty, I just started working so hard that I stopped reading, and now I just read when it when it flies past me. How often do you read? I don't. I try to. I buy books all the time. I start reading them and I quit because I work so fucking hard when I get home. Sometimes I have ten minutes where I have to go to bed and I'm like, I'm just gonna watch TV. I'm trying to break that habit though. I have all these books I want to read. I got all these books. I got this. Uh, what is this? Fuck boy. It's, I'm reading this. It's okay. The body keeps score. It's a classic book about hidden uh, physical trauma in your body. I also have a bunch of books about Oliver Stone I picked up for some reason. I have a book about the CIA and Charles Manson I want to read. I want a, a brief history of seven deadly killings. It's a Jamaican book. I have all these books I want to read, but I have no time. But guess what? I'm going to go on vacation soon. Hmm. And I'm going to sit around and I'm going to force my girlfriend to not do it. I'm going to say, listen, fuck, listen, no plans. This is what you do. I'm going to tell you. No plans. My girlfriend has to stay occupied. She's got to keep doing me. No, no, no. No plans. Here's my plan. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna take a walk or hike. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna have a coffee somewhere. I'm gonna be somewhere in Europe, somewhere beautiful. I'm not gonna tell you where until I'm going. I'm not gonna tell you when I'm going because I'm paranoid. But I am going. And I'll be out there. And I'm gonna have. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell everyone. I'm gonna go. Listen. Uh, phone's off. Don't call me. I don't give a fuck what's happening. Don't call me. I'm not gonna. What you need me to 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 rework a PD? No. You need me to write a treatment? No. I'm not doing anything. Am I going to pocket? Fuck no, I'm not going to pocket. Nothing. I'm going to unplug for about 10 days. It's not enough. You really, I really need three months off. But I'm not going to get that until I get to the to the finish line. Here. And there is no finish line, which is the, the cruel joke that life plays in you. But it's also wonderful to know that. To know that there is no finish line. Heavy will there be an end. Heavy will you be, my friend. Heavy will you learn to blend. The top of your hair with the size of your thinning. Nobody knows. Nobody's waiting. Heavy, how do you eat all those carbs? Motherfucker, it's so much lard. How do you keep your body hard? Heavy. Um, and, and the thing is, I, I will go on vacation. And I will... Um, I'll get up in the morning. I'll do some sort of exercise. Because that feels good to me. Not just because I'm trying to be ripped. I just It just feels good. It's my natural antidepressant. And I'll do that. And then I'll have some coffee or some matcha. Whatever they got. Probably won't have matcha out there. And then I'll have a sensible meal. And then I'm just going to be like, I don't know. what I'm, I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to read. I'm going to read a couple books. How long are you going? It's 10 days, unfortunately. I wish it was longer. That's solid. 
that it's might not. be just enough. Two weeks is listen. The yeah. first week, the first five days, is decompression of realizing that there's nothing to do. Then you relax. Then you have to come home. It's not long enough, but that's as long as Ella can go. So I have to stay for only ten days. I think you'll be close to that point when I come home. I'll, I'll be like, I'll go like this. I'll go a day, day nine and a half. I go. Ah, I'm finally, ah, just finally racks decompresses back on the fucking plane. No, I think you'll actually get a little decompressed. You think so? Yeah. Okay. When's the last vacation? But you, you won't want to really go home. That'll be the problem. I will. Okay. I love. Well, I, I don't love, know. You. I, I love to work. I love. I love. I love this treadmill I've put myself on. <laughs> on. I do. I'm not even okay. kidding. All right. All right. Look at it. That's it keeps what me. Like. I'm fucking some some days, Jason. Some days, I'm like, pop 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 pop. Like it's like ten minutes to look at this. Phone call, phone call, revise this thing. Phone call with this guy to revise this other thing. Phone call with the agency. Boom, boom. It's like boom, 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 boom. Like it's adrenaline the whole time. And cool. I, I wouldn't have it any cool. other way. I like to be busy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't read your mind. I don't know you that well, but how was Vegas? Dude, Vegas. Vegas was great. I'll tell you how Vegas went down. Okay. True to form. I ate shit at the tables. I wasn't doing great. I'm just, I'm just on. I just, am, I'm, I, I'm on a bad. I'm not good when I can't catch cards, and I know that's a t- that's a mark of a terrible poker player. Yeah, I'm terrible at poker. Fuck you, Maddie. Suck my dick. Suck my fucking dick from every angle, from the back. Yes, I'm bad at poker. Eat my fucking dick. Fuck you, Maddie. And uh, but I still play because I love playing with my friends, and I do love the game of poker. But I'm not, I'm not very good at it. I have to admit. After playing for this long, yeah, we know. And to, I'll fucking kill you. After playing for this long, um, and at one point, I had to, I had a run a few years ago where I was like, I'm, a, I'm a genius because I couldn't lose for like, for like a summer I couldn't lose, and I racked up like ten racks, and I was like, I'm fucking the best. I was like, I'm going pro, and I knew in the back of my mind that it was just delusional hubris, the hubris, luck. yeah. But uh, and I knew I wasn't any good, and then eventually it all kind of came down. Now it's like I can't navigate it, and also I took it. I took about a year off of poker, and I'm going back to play poker. And the people, I used to not be the worst at the table. Now I'm the worst at the table, and everybody knows it, and they take advantage of me, and they just they bend me over and they fuck me, and that's where I get fucked in poker. But it's okay, you guys, it's fine. I love you guys. You know, take it, take my money. I don't know what am I gonna do with it. Buy, what am I gonna do with it? Uh, it, it buy, um, buy health insurance for my dog, or or invest in in. Um, in Erwan. Shout out to Austin at UACTP for the Erwan card. I got the card now, by the way. And like on the other side of that too, is like, fuck you guys for adding $3 to everything. But I will use the card and get the savings because I still can't stop myself from going in there and doing my thing. So anyways, Vegas. I went to Vegas. We stayed at the Aria. Elle was there for a convention, some like UX convention, like nerd fest where they're like, this is how we uh, uh, capitulate into an analytics of providing information for companies. Like she's like wearing a badge and walking around Vegas with a badge on. UX like user interface? Yeah, baby. User motherfucking interface. Ella's doing that shit. Okay. It's corporate. Corporate, corporate shit. She's on. She's in the fucking. She's in the. Uh, in that. In the, she's in that world. What does she do? She's is in she tech. Design or program. She's in tech. She does research. Oh, okay. She researches the fuck out of you from ass to balls. So listen, we're in Vegas. We're at the Aria. You know what I'm saying? I go there with a neutral bullet blender I borrow from Renee, so I can make my smoothies because I'm a psycho. I got my meal kit because I'm a fucking psycho. Because if I break routine, I go completely crazy. And I go there and I'm making, I'm trying to make smoothies in a hotel room. 
I'm trying to make smoothies in a hotel room where the entire mini fridge is full of items that if you move them, they charge you for them. So I'm like sneaking stuff in and like, I think I got away with making one smoothie. It's so exhausting to make a smoothie. Like I went to the Whole Foods in Las Vegas and bought a thing. I'm crazy. I bought a thing of spinach because if I don't adhere to my routines, I'm so crazy that I just go haywire. I'm like, oh, oh, the fucking doors open to eating anything. And I just start going, <laughs> I'm like that with everything. And so I have to, I have to, I have to limit myself. I have to create walls to protect myself from myself because my inner desire is to consume the world. You know what I mean? I want to eat everything. Yeah. I want to smoke everything. I want to ingest everything. I want to shoot everything. I want to fuck everything. But that's not how you live. It doesn't work that way. You can't be that monster. So, anyways, I'm making smoothies. I'm, I'm taking, I'm making a smoothie in the room. I'm washing the smoothie. I'm washing the Nutribullet in the sink. It's fucking stupid. I'm trying to find food to eat in Vegas. It's like somewhat healthy, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm rolling around eating like a terrible salad. And we play cards the first night at the poker room, the Aria. And I was doing great. I was like, I'm fucking finally back again, baby. I was crushing. I was up like 7,800 bucks. And then I got tired. And I wasn't paying attention. And then I, was, I fucking ate shit. It's what happens. You lose. take your eye off the ball. The table shifts. A couple guys sit down who are like, really know what they're doing. The drunk guy leaves. The sober guy comes up. You know he's like a 20-something college asshole. He's fucking, he's got the headphones on. He's very, he's very quiet. And you're like, what? Keep your eye on that guy. Don't fuck with him. Don't bluff. And I get cocky. And I try to make moves on people. And I try to outplay people that I cannot play because I don't know but I think I do and I get cocky and I'm like this guy ain't holding shit he's fucking with me and I think everyone's fucking with me which is my fatal flaw in poker so I ate shit I ate shit in poker and then uh, and then this is not a sad story though and then then we went to uh, you know we fucked around we went to the pool went to the gym you know did that hit the gym hit the pool boom tanning you know me and my boy Renee just bods out just fucking surveying the landscape talking about our lives getting getting uh, getting your abs burnt you know what I'm saying getting toasty out on the sun in Vegas hard bodies just hard tits hard tits that just look like snow globes walking past you for no reason like what's going on nothing natural nothing nothing God God didn't make those tits man made those tits and he made them horribly so we're we're there and uh, and then we, and then we go and then we go and we and we go to the um, we end up at the Bellagio one night we go to the pinball fuck you Kevin we went to the pinball museum thank you very much took some pictures whatever who gives a shit I don't care yeah I played I played Street Fighter for a minute I hate pinball fuck pinball fuck you too fuck the old time fuck you for making me for guilting me to go into the pinball fucking thing I'll send you a picture fuck you Kevin eat my dick. I hope you're listening to this on your dumbass walk and you're like, oh, I, 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 he needs to he needs to live a better life. What are you doing? You'll have fun. Fuck you. I'm having fun right now talking about you being a dick. I hope you're on your walk, Kevin. I, mean, I talked about Kevin a lot. I hope he listens to this. I hope he pops this in his fucking ear holes and his 18 foot fucking beard. And he's walking somewhere down Silver Lake Boulevard. And he's thinking about all his money plays and started another fucking website that catalogs different layers of fucking macaroni and cheese out of the box or whatever the fuck he does whatever his bright when he bought remember when he bought you guys remember when he bought the rights to exquisite corpse you think i didn't know that kevin you son of a bitch well fuck you i went to the pinball museum and it was stupid i took a picture outside of it i hung out inside of it with renee um and then we ended up at the bellagio and we're playing cards there and i caught you know it was terrible i didn't do great i got irritated i ate shit you know i was down i was down some money I, you know, and uh, and I'm walking to go take. I said I'm, I'm taking off. I'm walking to go take a piss, right? 
where I was lucky though, I was like, we would stop at craps tables and I, I'd do good at the craps table because I know when to stop because it's pure luck and you feel it, you feel the vibe, you get the money and then you, when you cool off, you got to bounce. You can't push it too hard usually, but sometimes you can push it. And so I made a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there at the craps tables and then I'm walking to go take a piss and I go and I'm walking across and I come across a craps table because I've loved playing craps my whole life, okay? Come across a craps table, boom. There's only one guy there. And I'm like, cool, I want to shoot. I like to shoot. You know what I'm saying? You like shooting? I like yeah. to shoot. Oh, shooting. You're a big shooter. And uh, I get, I, I pull oh, yeah. up and I pull up 300 bucks. I go, boom, give me some chips. He gives me three chips. I go, can you give me change? He goes, uh, that's the limit. It's a $100 limit. Of course, you don't want to bitch out and look lame. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Boom. I'm not usually going to roll $100. Like, because then you're paying, you're putting 100 on the, on the, you're putting a hundred on the line, then you put a hundred on the on the line behind the line, the odds, and then you want to play. I always play the six, and sometimes I play the eight, sometimes I play hard ten. Um, once in a while I play the field, I feel out. Six always pays me. You play the six, you put. I always put. You put the. Um, you have to put a, a multiple. I think it's an even number on the six or an odd number. I can't remember, but I put sixty on six all the time. It just keeps paying, keeps paying. It's wonderful. Always play the six, everybody. Play the fucking six. So, anyways, I'm on the table. I drop down. I drop down three hundred. I get my three chips. The guys I got, it's a hundred dollar minimum, and I go okay, and I and I throw it out a hundred bucks. Thus begins a motherfucking roller coaster. I'm just I go up. I'm like yes, I'm going up. And in my mind, I'm like I want to tell the story when I go back to my friends that I won. I don't want to tell the story like guys, I you know. And then I start I start just losing, dropping. Oh, here's three five hundred now. Put in five hundred, boom, lost again. I'm eating shit. I think I dropped another couple hundred. Yep. And then and then I'm I'm in there for like a rack and some change. And um and then and, and I'm in. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm shooting. The guy's shooting. I'm betting him in. He's betting on me. We're shooting. I'm going up and going down. I'm down to my last 200 bucks and I'm feeling I'm feeling sad. I'm like, this is a sad story. I had earmarked a certain amount of money to lose and I was in that threshold. But I said, this is the sad story. I want to go back triumphant. You want to tell your friends, I did it, guys. I fucked the poker gods in the ass. I mean, the craps gods, the craps god, the many I got the craps. I fucked him in his face and I gave him a slap. So I'm rolling, right? Boom. I'm rolling. And I'm eating shit. I'm down to $200, my G. $200. And I'm rolling. And the other guy is, he's on a sick one. I think he's a little fucking, he's a little high. I think he's coked up. Which mm. Coke in Vegas must be like, must be like peanut butter and jelly. I've never done it personally, but it looks fun. Eight ball in Vegas? Come on, baby. Eight ball in Vegas? Walking around with a couple grand in your pocket? Can't, there can't be a better feeling. Maybe winning the Congressional Medal of Honor or the Nobel Peace Prize, but I doubt it. So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting. I'm down to 200. I, I, I'm like, fuck it. I just bet on... I, boom, I'm up 400. Because I just said, fuck it. I mean, this is it. It's all or nothing, Jason. It's all or nothing, right? Yes. I'm up 400. Boom, back in the game. Okay, cool. I'm trying to see... At least I can get my money recoup. I get on a fucking hot one. I get on a roll... I get up to $3,700. I get up to four something and I get four grand, right? From that, from that, I get up to four grand and then, and then it comes back around to me and I roll and I crap out. I go, I'm good. I'm good. I'm walking. And I walk with 3,700 bucks. Vegas. Okay. Play the odds. So you made 3,700. Yeah, I probably, I probably made like uh, three, I have a picture of the chips. I think I made, I think I walked with 3,700, but I was in for like a rack. So, Basically, I left Vegas up. That's great. Because I kept hitting the craps tables. I didn't do, and then I went back and played poker. I played better poker. I was in a better state of mind. Uh, we left early. I left, I, you know, I left in the middle of the game. I was at a table. It's so funny. I was at a table full of people who had no idea what they were doing. They thought I was a pro. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking retarded. I'm not, I just, because I can shuffle chips doesn't mean I know anything about poker. They're like, this, I heard them. They're like, this guy, this guy's like, he's, he's legit. I'm like, no, I'm not legit. I'm fucking retarded. Um, so, 
uh, yeah, so then, so then I left. I left uh, relatively up there, whatever. I was in for three and I, you know, walked with whatever, 350, what it was, I left even. But I left Vegas up, which is a win if you leave up at all. Absolutely. Even if you break even, I think that's a win. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my Vegas story. We had a great, I had a, you know what? And I also will say this, I reframed my, my perspective and my experience with Vegas into something positive. And I said, I'm gonna go have a good time. You can do it. You guys don't wanna go, fiz- you don't wanna visit your Aunt Gladys in Schenectady because she's a fucking bitch and every fucking every Thanksgiving it's the same argument over whether or not the fucking Sinbad was in the genie movie or was it Shaq whatever the argument is you know the whatever effect the Bernstein bear bullshit you have that same argument because she's psychotic and you're dreading it but maybe you reframe it Maybe you reframe that experience and say, you know what, I'm gonna go have fun because Aunt Gladys is not gonna be around forever. She's got high cholesterol. She's fat as a fucking dump truck and she's not gonna be long for this motherfucking earth. So maybe you reframe it. Maybe your relationship, maybe your terrible relationship with your mother, Jason, the terrible relationship with your mother, maybe that can be reframed as a, as a son who's grateful to have been born and is willing to give her what little bit of love you have left in your elongated, stretched out 13 foot heart. I didn't have a bad relationship. My mom, my mom was great. My mom, my, mom, my mom is great. Are you a mama's boy? You love your mommy? Yeah, I mean, sure. Shout out to mom. I love my mom. My mom's about to have hip surgery. I have to go to New York with my brother. I'm going to go to New York. We're going to take her to the surgery. You know? Yeah. We're going to get her through that. And then we're going to drive upstate. My brother's, my brother's a New York guy. He's a fishing guy. He's a, he's a, he's a polar opposite of me. He's a scientist. Brilliant man. Yeah, we know. Wonderful man. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of my brother. He's listening to the show. He's guaranteed. Brad, stop smoking weed. Allegedly. He doesn't smoke weed. I mean, I'm kidding. But if I had a brother named Brad that did smoke weed, I would tell him to stop smoking weed right now because you're driving, probably. He's always driving somewhere. The fucking the guy's like, I'm driving from Pennsylvania to New York. And he's probably a murderer. As most geniuses probably are, right? He's My brother's a serial killer. So anyways, I'm going to go see him and uh, we're going to go up to his cabin and we're going to, I'm going to not catch a fish. He's going to catch a fish and then I'm going to come home. It's going to be nice. The only problem is I'm going in June. It'll be a little bit hot, but you know, fuck it. Because you got to take care of your mom, no matter what. Even if she locked you in a dog, in a dog crate for no reason and, and, and squirted a squirt gun full of bleach at you for fun, you still got to love your mom because she, she birthed you. Now there are limits. There are thresholds, you know? Heavy. What do you think? Did we crush it? The last part's great. I mean, yeah. how long have we been going? Well, I don't know if the last part's great, but... What do you mean? The whole thing was solid, and uh, solid. I'd like to thank uh, uh, um, Hank, also known as Speedway, on Bandcamp for the music. Okay, thank you, Hank. Thank you for that, for that fucking track. And you can check out his, uh, <laughs> his book slash game, Death, uh, Death Blow. He has a book and a game? I don't know what you have a I, you know I, that was actually nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you, I'm gonna give you a compliment. I mean I can't, I'm not you know I appreciate Jason. Yeah, don't funny. go crazy. He's an idiot, but, but I appreciate. It. But I will say that was a great. What a, what an unexpected happy accident that you put that stupid beat on and it spur it 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 it, uh, it made me you uh, uh, what is it incentivized motivated what you inspired me you inspired me and you know what fuck you guys fuck it. I don't. I don't care. What, I, I sounded. I just sounded dumb. Who cares? Who gives? None of this matters. It doesn't matter. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? Right? Yeah. We could have skipped today, but we did it. We should have skipped today. Maybe. 